Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I'm JB in New York, and grateful, so happy to have with us Mickey Callaway, pitching coach for those Cleveland Indians from Cleveland. Mickey, how you doing? I'm doing great, uh, obviously, on a pretty good run here, so uh, everything's really good in my world. I would imagine you'd have to be a pretty grumpy guy to say today's a bad day. Well, we're excited yeah. for you, Mickey, <laughs> and we're glad to have you with us. I know there's a lot going on, so thanks for taking time out to join uh, me, but most importantly, to join some fans. Fans, you know the drill. Get fired up. Get your device fired up. Talk to Mickey directly. Be a part of the show right here. Get me out of the way. It's best for everybody. In the meantime, the hashtag on Twitter is ChattingCage or comment in the MLB Fans app where the show is listed. All those things are the way to do it. I'm going to go to that app now and ask Mickey the first question of the day. Uh, Ace Rafferty wants to know, Mickey, what's it like to coach some of the most dominant pitchers in all of baseball? Um, It's pretty easy, actually. (laughs) No, you know what? Uh, It's really fun. And, And the reason it's so fun is because you know what, I get to sit there and get to admire what these guys do on the field on a daily basis. You know, the, the, that's the fun part of it is watching them out there performing. You know, the part that I feel my job is is to make sure that their routines are in check. I'm holding them accountable for those type things. And uh, they – make that part of it really easy because they're such hard workers. They are so thoughtful in everything they do on a daily basis, and their routines are so good that uh, they really, really do make my job really easy. And uh, what a great group of guys to be around, not just uh, the way they go about their business playing baseball, but they're really good people. I'm just so fortunate to be able to be around them and be their coach, that's for sure. Uh, an exciting time there in Cleveland. Thanks for that insight. And the uh, Ace Rafferty, there you go. That's what it's like. It sounds like it's pretty fun. And uh, right now, uh, reaping rewards for Mickey. Car- uh, Mickey. Hey, we got a fan joining us right here in the cage. What's your name and what is your question for Coach? Hey, guys. My name's Tim. Um, just curious, what do you think some of the biggest keys have been for you guys during this winning streak? Well, I I think first and foremost, it's been a total team effort. Obviously, we're swinging the bats great. We're scoring runs first, which is probably the biggest thing. You know, I I know there's statistics out there and everything that say, you know, when you score first, you're going to you have a very, you know, big percentage uh, a chance to win the game so we've been really doing that I think we've scored first in like 18 of the 19 wins or something like that but uh, total team effort guys are pulling for each other doing the right things we're doing all the small things right our defense has been tremendous we're throwing a ton of strikes which is also I think is one of the reasons that uh, we've been on this great run and I think is so essential to guys pitching well and uh, we're just having fun. You know, laid-back atmosphere Tito's has created for us here for five years now, and it's just fun. We're having fun. We're relaxed. We're going out there and doing the small things, and uh, that's what it takes to win. Uh, great chance here to talk to Mickey Callaway, pitching coach for those Cleveland Indians fans. Thanks for joining us. You mentioned him already, so I'm going to get to it before you scoop it too much. The EDJ question of the day is about that manager. What's it been like working with Terry Francona and seeing his unique managerial style up close? You know what? He, he, he is, he's the best. I mean, he's the best in the business, for whether it's, you know, 
talking about fundamentals or it's his ability to to create that connection with everybody in the organization not just the players he he he's very thoughtful in everything he does and he's a true leader he lets the coaches do their thing he lets the players go out there and play he holds everyone accountable he makes it fun he makes it relaxed and i just don't think there's a better leader out there and uh for me personally just to be around that and learn from him you know i'm very grateful for that but uh we have fun we play the game the right way we respect the game and, you know, the benefits are paying off, that's for sure. Uh, they certainly are. Tito's one of the great people in all of baseball. And as you said earlier about the other teammates, he's just a great person. So uh, thanks for sharing that with us. This is the Edward Jones Chad and Cage, everybody. That is Mickey Calloway, the Cleveland Indians. You're going to want to talk to him today. We've got a chance, a few minutes more with him before he says goodbye. It's a lot of work to do tonight. Uh, I'm going to go back to the social media for now, the MLB Fans app from a Yankees fan. Yankee82 wants to know, and obviously it changes from uh, visit to visit, but uh, a curiosity that everybody likes to know, what do you say? What do you tell pitchers during those mound visits? You know what? Obviously, like you said, everything changes uh, from whatever the situation is or whatever. But there'll be sometimes I'm going out there just to let the middle infielders know that we're throwing the ball through or, you know, we're throwing the ball to third. There's times I go out there, you know, in bunt situations that I'm kind of trying to stress where the importance of the out is going to be. When a pitcher is struggling, I try to go out there and create a little bit of a relaxed atmosphere so he can get focused back on the next pitch and kind of forget about what just happened. So, you know, most of the time I go out there try to get a sense of what the catcher and the pitcher are thinking. I ask them what they really want to do right here. If I get a real convicted answer from them, I say, hey, that's the thing to do, even if I disagree with it, because I believe that conviction, you know, probably matters most when you're trying to throw an effective pitch. And then if I'm, you know, getting a little bit of feedback that's wishy-washy and they're not, not quite certain they know exactly what they want to do, then I'll step in and try to give them a little, you know, piece of advice or, or what I think. But uh, most of the time, they're right on with what they want to do. They're convicted in what they want to do. We try to slow the game down, make sure that we're focused on the next pitch and go out there and perform the best we can. All right, thanks for the insight. I know a lot. there were a lot of social media questions about those mound visits and uh, – you know, actually, I know you have a Bull Durham's connection as well, but uh, Candlesticks is not always yeah. the answer to the mound visit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I go back now to the MLB Fans app. This is from Donnie Redhouse 9. He says, hey, Mick, Donnie from spring training. Uh, besides having one of the best pitching staffs in rotation, what else excites you about working with these guys and the guys you're working with? You talked a little bit more on it, but you can talk more about that. That's from uh, Donnie Redhouse 9. Yeah, I mean, other than just the baseball aspect of it, I, I like being around all these guys in the clubhouse. You know, we, we have such a good clubhouse. Like I said uh, before in one of the other questions, we have great guys, and uh, that's really hard to find. I think when Mark Shapiro was here, Chris Antonetti, Mike Chernoff, we knew from the start that we needed good personalities. We needed people that cared about winning, 
and they've put that in place and what that does is create a great clubhouse to be around we have no egos Jason Kipnis might go and play center field in the middle of a of season after coming back from an injury and that's what it takes to win and that's why it makes it fun to be in our clubhouse everybody is a great person we have fun in there whether it's playing cards messing around talking baseball whatever it may be and and that's probably what I enjoy the most now you know what I think that's probably what makes us the the best team we can possibly be uh that's great insight a reminder to uh keeping all things in perspective as teams go on runs and stretches both on the good side and the bad side it really is a bunch of guys working together to uh, have one common goal another fan joins us here in the edward jones <laughs> what's your name what's your question for mickey how you doing i'm jake uh, my question is are you or any of the players and coaches doing anything uh, superstitious during this win streak hmm. Um, you know what? We're, I think baseball players in, gener uh, in general are superstitious. I know I've probably done the same exact thing for however, however many days we've played games so far this season. I try to have the same routine. You know, it's such a grind um, throughout a baseball season with very few days off that uh, a routine, a good routine is uh, – very, very important just to make sure that you don't go crazy. <laughs> but uh, the, you know what? The one thing I forgot, so I do the chart every day. This is my one superstitious thing right now is I forgot, I, I forgot my pen one day. And uh, the trainer had a pen in his little you know, pouch that he keeps all of his medical equipment in. And I asked him to borrow the pen, and we threw a shutout. And uh, I uh, said, hey, I'm going to need your pen for the next day. And we threw another <laughs> shutout. And I've been using that pen uh, every game now for 19 games. So uh, that's kind of my superstitious thing right now is using the same pen to keep the chart uh, during the game. And uh, it seems to be working so far. Uh, that is a powerful pen, man. The pen is mightier than the sword. There you go. That's a good that's one to right. listen to right there. <laughs> Uh, find a way to get more ink in that thing. That's an important pen. Uh, yes. right now. Uh, I hope I run out during this streak. <laughs> that would be amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, another fan joins us. What's your name? What's your question for Mickey? I'm Mandy from Ottawa, Canada. And my question is, how did you become a baseball player? And how, how did you decide on choosing your career? Well, you know, it probably started with my dad. My dad uh, named me after Mickey Mantle. He named my uh, brother after Casey Stingle. So he, he was a, a pretty big baseball guy. And uh, you know what? I started playing baseball when I was five. I remember, you know, the day I was on my first team, I was on a, the Little League Pirates team. You know, we had the old Pirates hat with the, with the stripes going around them, uh, kind of orbiting the hat. And uh, I just fell in love with it from the start. Um, I remember, you know, the, the team I played for, the, the coach's son was the pitcher. And I think I was playing outfield at the time, and, and the coach's son couldn't, couldn't be there that day. And he was asking for volunteers to pitch. And I was like, oh, I want to pitch, I want to pitch. And, and that's kind of when I started my pitching, and I think I was about six or seven. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think I was kind of born to do this. My dad uh, kind of made sure that happened when he named me after Mickey Mantle. And uh, we just have a love for baseball all throughout our family. My brother was a college baseball player, a college baseball coach, and now coaches our high school baseball team back in Germantown, Tennessee. And uh, we just love the game. Well, that's a, a great question and a great place 
to finish. A lot of love for baseball and the Callaway family. We appreciate that, fans. That's as always, right. I appreciate you for giving us uh, the engine to make the Chatting Cage special. And Mickey, I want to thank you. Did you have a good time talking to fans today? Yeah, great time. I really appreciate all these fans, and uh, I hope they know without them we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So we really appreciate all of them. Uh, well, we appreciate you and your time, and we know you got a lot going on. Go find that pen, get to work, and best of yeah. luck tonight. <laughs> Go have a great one. That's Mickey Callaway, everybody. We'll see you in the next round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage.